and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 12. My name is Mark Champa and I'm joined uh, today by Alex Wallace. Happy New Year, girls and gays. How's everyone doing on this fine fucking Monday morning? Nailed it. I figured it out. <laughs> Hell yes. Professionalism. Professionalism yeah. is the name of the game, uh, dear dear readers. That that's yeah, we got we got some we bought new microphones. It's expensive and heavy uh and hopefully sounds at least somewhat better because we spent money on them Uh, these these microphones are the um the 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 hundred dollarist uh best best hundred dollar microphones that plug into usb and don't need an xlr cable that money can buy (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was, this is, this is, like, the first time that we've, we've spent, like, any amount of significant money on the podcast, because, like, before, before it's basically, like, okay, I gotta pay 16 bucks a month to maintain SoundCloud premium, and then I got, (laughs) and then I gotta pay, like, three or four dollars every week for the convenience of not having to find a sketchy illegal stream and just <laughs> buying it on Amazon instead. Sometimes sometimes, sometimes you end up watching Final Fantasy VII Advent Children on Facebook. Um, but most of the time, I'm, I, I, I actually pay for the movies on this podcast, which is kind of wild to be doing in 2019. I don't know how, but somehow that Final Fantasy VII rip gave your computer a virus from Facebook. Yeah. I actually am like physically ill now uh, because of that ordeal. I'm no longer like well. <laughs> uh, you have holiday wrap up written on this on this set of notes. We're, we're wrapping up the holidays. Yeah, they're over now. There's no more holidays. It's <laughs> they're not coming back. 2019 is just going to be like an infinite year. It turns into 2019 and then it just goes and it just stays 2019 until the end of time. And no that, more Christmas. That would be ideal because I really, <clears throat> I I don't want to have to think about a 2020 election, and I find myself oh, increasingly uh, thinking about it. Uh, for for to to keep this podcast to make sure this is not evergreen, uh, because I hate evergreen podcasts. Uh, this sure. is the week where um, where beloved uh, socialist icon AOC uh, Alexandria strong strong words on <laughs> beloved <laughs> socialist icon there. <laughs> Try, yeah, try like borderline. Yeah, beloved like pretty all right social democrat. So far, pretty much kind yeah, of. Yeah, beloved <laughs> the best we can do, <laughs> Alexandria. Osasio yeah, she's Cortez. well. She's being uh, critiqued by her peers uh, in the GOP for uh, dancing uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the current. They have nothing. <laughs> To, to work with with her because she's like just so like aggressively likable it's like kind of the same problem that they had with obama where he like mm-hmm. th- th- like there's just so much like charisma that like it's really hard for them to come up with any like personal way to attack them and they certainly can't attack their policies in a coherent way anyway what is this podcast about video game movies um ostensibly <laughs> that's that's alleged i feel like most of the time it is you know actually when we like when we first started like talking about doing this podcast i think we kind of thought of it as having uh <laughs> more more banter more bullshitting about current events and random shit before we get to the movies we we fancied ourselves you know uh personalities uh upon which a cult of could be made um <laughs> we i don't were... necessarily i don't necessarily think 
highly enough of myself. I don't believe that to, anymore. <laughs> to, to, to believe that, I think we have. I think we have. Um, we have a wheelhouse, and I think that that wheelhouse uh, works for us. And uh, that wheelhouse no one... being social justice video game movie <laughs> podcast. Listen, someone's got to do it. And no by one that else I mean, is doing it. By that I mean, no one else has done it. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I actually think this. Even outside of the the social justice part, I don't think that there is another podcast with this premise, as far as I know. Like, just the specific video game movie thing. There's a lot of podcasts about bad movies in general, and certainly many about bad video games. What the fuck did we watch this week? Uh, um... <sighs> Uh well okay so if so, I mean if if you if you're really interested in talking about a video game movie I mean I have a movie for you uh it is called um Need for Speed and it is a car movie um I can wrap up the plot in one sentence I I practiced this uh, a couple minutes ago um okay go for it fuck okay hold on <laughs> you you practice a ragtag Mark, you <laughs> you got to train harder if you want to make it to nationals, Fuck, Mark. Right. Uh, a ragtag group of stalwart young gentlemen who own a car shop need a convenient prize prize winning size of money. They need to win a lot <laughs> to of money to keep their shop open, so they get yeah and they get ready for quote that one big quote the one big race end quote. <laughs> the race and the, the movie race. is essentially kind of kind of is a road trip movie about them driving well him and his uh female uh cohort uh we'll get to that uh dri- driving there's, there, yeah there's dri- a lot this is a long fucking movie it's too it's too long this is over this is, movie is over two hours Couple okay, couple mm, couple things i want to hit the things i want to be very upfront about one this movie's very long Two, this is the closest that I have gotten to feeling unironic enjoyment of a thing that we watched for the I'll podcast. I'll go further, and I will say the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie are good with, like, a capital G. I, I will go further and say that this is a mm-hmm. good movie. I would, I would call it a good um, movie. At well, okay, so at the at the at the end of the the last episode when we were kind of talking about this a little bit, um, I I kind of made a, a prediction mm-hmm. essentially where I said that I've heard that this movie is capital N capital B not bad, and uh, I also but but I also believe that the general movie going public. Uh, does not give a shit about disgusting misogyny and that stuff kind of flies under the radar and people might say the movie is good anyway and it might still be horrifying yeah i had the same i had the same general thought because i also heard that this movie was pretty good and it was like a pretty good almost fast and furious movie but a little more grounded that's kind of what i heard which is you know not far from the truth yeah and yeah and i just want to say that i was entirely correct (laughs) yeah you you were correct but it's 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 shocking, but not shocking, as as one word with no spaces uh, that I did not hear about. Just the the disgustingly unnecessary uh, fucked up sex stuff in this movie. Yeah. So there's <laughs> so there. I would say the main thing is there's there's a particular scene uh, that we're gonna get to later on the podcast. Most of the movie, I feel like, is like it's not super objectionable, but there's mm-hmm. like 
little moments that jump out where it's just like horrible and disgusting and this movie does not have the fucking this movie is old and can get away with this shit because it's old thing this movie came out like what two years ago three years ago something like that i believe it's 2014 which God, time which is, feels much more recent than it really is that it actually is four years ago is still oh guess god i guess that's five years ago now uh shit fuck me anyway i'm uh, 20 the, i'm 25 goddamn years old uh, anyway uh, this movie the, the one other thing that i want to i want to get out of the way before we get into into the movie itself is you know need for speed uh for those of you that don't know need for speed it's a series of uh driving games produced by electronic arts you go and you get in cars you go fast sometimes you run away from the police sometimes you run into a wall you know you you, you do all that all that fun stuff mm-hmm. uh this this movie could be called fucking anything uh the need for speed license being attached to it is completely irrelevant it doesn't matter at all uh it, i don't know this because i didn't bother to look it up but i would put money on this was just a script with aaron paul attached to aaron paul's in this movie by the way with aaron paul attached to it <laughs> you think and, aaron paul was attached from the beginning Mm, hard to say. <laughs> we well, have to... Aaron Paul was popping off at the time. Like Jesse, yeah, Jesse Pinkman was like a thing. He was he, he was, was he was he talking was about hotness. he was talking about throwing Gatorade bottles on uh, on late night talk shows and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Well, and we'll we'll get to Aaron Paul in this movie, but yeah, just th- this movie has it doesn't matter that it's Need for Speed basically. The, calling the they ties. Show... The ties to the Need for Speed game, calling them tenuous, is generous. They're They're, t- they show it. They show the video game <laughs> at one point, which is, I, be- I believe this is the second time where that has happened, where they have actually shown the game that the movie is based on being played in the movie, which is, like, kind of fucked up, <laughs> like, and calls into question the metaphysics of the film. Yeah, I don't I don't need that. This, this movie yeah. didn't need that. <laughs> no. It really doesn't. I guess I don't know technically that they were showing Need for Speed because it just looks like a car game. But like, you know, it's, it, I would fucking hope there's, that it's Need there's for no Speed. way that it was generic car game. Like, do you think they they would have had to like clear the? They would have had to either animate a fake car game or like clear <laughs> usage uh, from a different copyright holder for a different <laughs> game. Like, they definitely used Need for Speed. <laughs> okay. Um. So we we I, it appears that we're we're in a disagreement on uh, part of this, and that is basically like, so the pacing um, is something that you wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, so we we have a Google Doc, and I said we'll talk about competent filmmaking but questionable pacing, and you wrote below it. I was going to talk about how the pacing is good. The pacing um, is good. Uh, the movie's too long, but the the pacing is good. You know, or relatively good. I'll I'll admit that my film vocabulary is not as robust as yours, and not that the word pacing necessitates a robust film vocabulary, but you know, a knowledge of um, by film vocabulary, I mean you've seen more movies than I have, and you've thought about more movies than I have. You're um, making a strong assumption about how many of the movies that I was assigned to watch in film school I actually watched. <laughs> don't uh, okay, that's. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe that's true. However, 
I, maybe when I say pacing, maybe all I meant was that the movie is too long and I felt myself getting bored in the middle. And of course, maybe it's suggestive, suggestive, maybe it's subjective, but I just felt that there were, there were too many things that happened between the things that I cared about and the things that really kept the plot going. Okay. See, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a bad mental state because all I've been fucking watching for the past, like, two or three months <laughs> um, mm-hmm. is video game movies, and they're all shit. And, and so my, you know, like, my palate is all warped. I haven't watched a good movie in a, in a long time, and so my expectations for, like, quality are just, like, really just in the fucking toilet. I was thinking the other day about the fact that I, like, said to myself, man, if I watched, like, the worst Christopher Nolan movie right now, I would be so, like, <laughs> floored probably with how amazing I thought it was just wow, because the, I've... The like, if I watched Memento... Rises is so touching. <laughs> he drops that nuke in the harbor. I really God felt that it. shit. I, I swear if I watched Memento tonight, I would think it was the best movie ever for a week. <laughs> um, okay, but uh, so that said, yeah. Um, one of the things that is bad about a lot of the movies that we've watched um, is the pacing and the way that they just like don't know how to like utilize their action scenes and they don't know how to... Like, they they don't know how to, like, build, like, a sort of, like, emotional, like, arc. You know, like, a movie like Mortal Kombat Annihilation or the first Mortal Kombat or fucking, you know, Spy Kids or whatever the fuck. They're Mm -hmm. they're just balls-to-the-wall batshit insane from start to finish, you know? Yeah, they're just insane the entire time. Yeah, like, quiet moments. Super Mario Bros., right? It's just... A nightmare <laughs> the whole time you're watching it. There's no point where of quiet reflection in Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, the 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 yeah. The, most most of the movies we've watched are like a bell curve, uh, <laughs> and 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 the bell is gigantically wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like in this movie, like you know, the first couple car chases are like you know relatively low key car chases, like. You know, they're, yes. you know, it's like, you know, you get a couple cool drifts, but for the most part, it's like, you know, some, some like standard, not, not a lot of heavy, like special effects or practical effects stuff happening. Uh-huh. And then and like, real quick, can I say, I loved the, the first race in this movie. Yeah, I was like cool. genuinely impressed. It's, it's, it's like, and then like throughout the film, the races, like the stakes get higher. The races get more and more ridiculous. Fucking Aaron Paul jumps a car, like fucking 30 feet over on to like an interchange on a highway like yeah and then he hops the springfield gorge near the end and gets caught by by a helicopter oh yeah you know yeah like the first okay like the first like car chase in this movie is like a street race that's like shot like in a very sort of like realistic style it kind of it's very like low to the ground you feel like very kind of present in the in the scene and then like by the time you're like an hour 30 into this movie there's like a helicopter with two like chains hooked into the car because they had to pull it off the cliff because the cops were going to get them otherwise and that's how and then that's how they escape and then kid cuddy goes to federal prison 
We'll get to it. There's so much. Because he steals a, a military helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the type of thing that will land you in jail temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> for two months, apparently, is what apparently. it said at the end. So anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll get to, we'll so, get to Kid Cudi. But yeah, I, that's my case for, you know, at least there is a... There's a comp, like a competent build of action, and like the film is just generally like competently made in a way it that we don't get. Really like, is. There's I don't have any beef with the way that it's made. Uh, I, it, it's it's not it's like technically well put together uh, in a mm-hmm. way that we're just we're just not used to, you know. So like what like it's really it it is really astonishing. Like like yeah that because of the warped. Uh, state of mind that I am in because of this stupid podcast. I like, you know, a shot will happen in a movie that like looks kind of good or they like put the camera on the tripod steady and like the the composition isn't like two people standing against a flat wall. And I'm like, (laughs) wow, this is this... Oh my! I'm touched. My, yeah, my heart is <laughs> pounding. I, I, at the, the, no, the I, I, I haven't. I haven't felt excited at one of these movies. I, I don't want to say ever, but like kind of ever. I haven't felt the way the the two things I wanted to say jumped out at me. Um, and uh, I appreciate the case that you made about the pacing because I was really thinking about it when you're talking about it, and I, I do think that the uh, the both the quiet moments and the bombastic fast and furious style moments I think were uh, earned um, like I I liked the the quiet one quiet moment that was really exciting was the the, the pit stop at the gas station um, oh, there's yeah. a scene there's like a yeah go yeah for it, go there, for it. there's a scene where they stop to get gas and they're they're wanted uh, criminals at this point uh, because uh, Aaron Paul is breaking parole. Aaron Paul's and, a fucking psychopath. We'll get into it. <laughs> oh, he's fucking nuts. Also, I'm a little bit attracted to him. I just discovered. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> um, so they stop to get gas, and they notice that there's a cop there, and all the, all the cops on this interstate, you know, supposedly know, like they know what car they're looking for, they know what people they're looking for, and there's a very tense uh, escape scene in the gas station with uh, the two main characters, kind of trying to. Like run away from avoid a cop yeah. yeah very very slyly and stealthily avoid um a cop who eventually recognizes them and they just have to like it's not a car chase it's them like running away yeah like, on foot in like a dark like upper office of a 7-eleven and then they jump out the window and manage to make a tight escape yeah i it, it's felt like... more tension in that scene than like most of the the car chases and it's cool that the movie knew to do that to break it up yeah it, it's like a scene with like you know three or four elements like a couple characters and like one or two cars involved you know and it's mm-hmm. and, it, and and they managed to like use those pieces uh like to create like a like small tense moments throughout it like yeah it, it's it, it is a it is a i would call it a good movie <laughs> um so yeah, it's it's a good one of these it's a good uh, popcorn movie yeah. so uh so we yeah, should talk about the characters we've we've talked about the things that we like in this movie now <laughs> let's talk about the characters how <laughs> <laughs> all of them are terrible okay some of them are fu- so we're gonna start with kid cuddy who i did not know was kid cuddy until you told me after the movie was already over I was like, hey, what's the fucking deal with Kid Cudi in this movie? And you, by process of elimination, uh, <laughs> knowing that Kid Cudi was African-American, realized, oh, that was Kid Cudi, yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> surprise. 
the main the, the surprise kid Cuddy wasn't the protagonist. Weird how that works out. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's just the worst. Um, he he like objectifies women constantly, always. Uh, there's he so he he's like he's like a dude in a plane. He's the air support. Uh, yeah, and he like you know makes sure they're you know like th- there's not any traffic, and he helps them avoid cops and shit. Um, there's like a scene where he like flies a helicopter down like and like buzzes by a street so that he can like harass women. <laughs> like he like is like staring at their asses from his helicopter and then like you know yelling bullshit at them. And he's, at the time, hacked into a live news feed, which is very realistic, and he just, you know, the, the, the news anchor cuts to him because he's in a news chopper that he stole, and uh, he is just broadcasting the, him ogling women's the asses The crimes in this movie are just so, like, like, Kid Cudi, throughout the course of this film, like, commandeers a news helicopter, commandeers a military helicopter, and is, like, providing support to Aaron Paul, who is a fucking psychopath like aaron paul it like you know there's a sequence of events where like so he you know they got this fancy fucking car for reasons that are too complicated and boring to explain um and he's there with the girl and he doesn't like her and doesn't want her to be in the car and then they fuck at the end obviously but for a while he doesn't want her to be in the car and so he's just like driving like a fucking asshole um see okay the, the problem the problem it's, with we've me, gotten to that point in the episode yeah go on the, the problem <laughs> for me and this movie is that like 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 i'm this is so like y'all street racing is like so wrong <laughs> like yeah like street racing is such a fucked up horrible thing to do like just like endangering people's lives for like your fucking machismo bullshit so that it's you like can drunk driving it, it, it's it's but worse <laughs> it's 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 shitty in a similar it's shitty and selfish in a way similar to drunk driving whereas i mean <laughs> to drunk driving's credit at least you're trying to get home yeah like aaron, <laughs> you know like aaron paul in this movie is like a character that i'm supposed to be like rooting for because like i don't know he's he's got a dead best friend and he's sad a lot but like like the whole time i'm like dude aaron paul is like ruining hundreds of people's days a second just scaring the shit out of people there's a part okay there's a scene in this movie that actually pisses me the fuck off um there's a couple actually what we this isn't even the sexual assault one by the way surprise kid cuddy not the one who sexually assaults somebody we'll get to it it's not aaron paul either he's not even the worst no he's not even the worst like kid cuddy just says terrible things you know, he he says terrible shit, broadcasts some some clothed women's asses on the TV, and then teaches some prisoners how to nay nay. Yeah, that's that, his oh, yeah. whole character. That was so. Before you told me that he was Kid Cudi, one of the things that I was gonna point out is just like, wow, you know, the the resolution for the only black character in this movie is that he gets out of prison by teaching all of the prisoners how to twerk for exercise. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, knowing that it's Kid Cudi makes it slightly more like, oh, haha. Yeah, like, but oh, like, yeah, he- I get it. Cause he's, <laughs> and hip hop, I understand. Um, but yeah, yeah. so the, this is connected to the other terrible sexual assault scene. But there's a part in this movie where, like, Aaron Paul, like, he needs to, uh, he needs to, like, do some daring driving in order to impress 
the Alex Jones of street racing, who we'll get to. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so he, like, provokes a cop. Like, he, like, pulls up next to a cop and, like, you know, talks a bunch of shit and then, like, drives away really fast and, like, gets a bunch of police <laughs> to chase him and does all this shit. And the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, wow, holy shit, Aaron Paul is so fucking white and gets to just, like... Yeah, God, can you imagine? It, that, yeah, it, it, it pissed me off to watch there's that a, there's unfold. There's a... As There's like, a reason like why a, Kid Cudi wasn't the protagonist. Exactly. The reason is it's not realistic for a black man to do any of this shit and not get gunned down. Yeah, if, if Aaron Paul was not, like, a pretty-faced white boy, he would have been shot down within the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah, imagine at the, the, the end of the movie where, like, spoiler, he wins the big race and then gets arrested. Yeah. Like, that movie would have ended with, like, he wouldn't even been able to put his hands up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. Uh... I, want to touch on a couple more characters before we get into the oh we've been leading up to the sexual assault scene we've just been with oh god so 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 pete so peter <laughs> yeah peter. have you ever seen have you ever seen a movie where you, you see it's there's a main character and then there's a he's like a little brother to me i just love him so much and the second he his smiling large teeth face shows up on the screen you're just like Man, that character is gonna die. Yeah. And this is gonna be the driving force for the protagonist's emotional arc. It, it's funny because like you, you like texted me immediately after the movie was over, and you were like, as soon as I saw Peter, I was like, he's gonna fucking die, <laughs> and I was gonna say the exact same thing. Fuck. Um, and he sucks, and the way he dies is like so over the top, and it's great. Um, there's one. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, like. The, the 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 bad guy driver because there's got to be a bad guy driver who kills people mm -hmm. uh obviously uh like rams up behind him during a race and flips him and then the car just like immediately catches fire and explodes it's fantastic yeah, he flips he flips like 14 times from one uh like tap bumper bumper to bumper yeah tap and it's go, funny it's funny because like it's like i Earlier I talked about how the pacing in this movie is good, but, like, that moment is, like, such a, like, tonal pop. I, I think it kind of works. Like, it's just, like, you know, because there has not been a car crash yet, and it's, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes into the movie. And then when it happens, it's, like, fucking horrible. Like, it's just this, like, slapstick ridiculous way for this car to just, like, you know, burn. I, I mean, this 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 scene is so over the top that it birthed, like, a meme. Like, the anyone who's who's been on Twitter in the past, like, two years has seen the Aaron Paul screaming at a fire uh, image. Yeah. That's from this movie. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> funny, too, because, like, the, the thing that Aaron Paul does really well as an actor, he does two things. He's he's hilarious, which he's not in this movie uh, at all. Yeah. His character does not get jokes. Kid mm -hmm. Cudi gets all the jokes, and the jokes are bad. <laughs> um, Sad. And he's really good at being, like, really, 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 really upset. Like, it's mm -hmm. not... Like, when when bad things happen to an Aaron Paul character, it's not just like, oh, man, I got my, I got my shirt wet. Womp womp. It's like, oh, all of my children were killed by gangsters and then my house burned down and then i got injected with heroin and pushed into a hole or whatever and then he like does that thing where he like is just like crying a lot and it's really yeah. good he's he just fucking sells it like you feel the weight of his d dead kids and heroin <laughs> you feel it you feel every 
do you feel every yeah, kid? Yeah, like, you remember, like, the, the, the part in the last season of Breaking Bad where Aaron Paul is just a meth slave, and he's, like, chained to a ceiling, and you just feel fucking horrible? He brings it in this movie. He's, like, <laughs> he's here, and he's ready to be really fucking sad for your movie. Yeah, I, I, w- I almost wish that the character was better, so he could have been better. Yeah, and, hey, yeah. his character is pretty boring. He's just kind of, he's just kind of an asshole. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's, like, super dismissive to this woman that he's, like, driving across the country with. And, like, he's super weird and, like, only cares about fucking racing. And he's, like, he's, he's like, kind of, like, Ryan Gosling in fucking, is it Ryan Gosling in Drive? Am I? Drive, that's Ryan Gosling. Okay, yeah, cool. But, like... Without, like, the fact that he's, like, clearly supposed to, you know, be, like, socially inept in some way. Like, he's not depicted as being, you know, someone who, like, has some issues and isn't, you know, like, totally socially competent. But, like, the script doesn't give him any likability, really. So he comes Mm -hmm. off that way anyway. Yeah. Okay, one more. We got super sidetracked on that. But one more note on Peter. (laughs) Um, there's a scene early in the movie where they meet the, the, the girl, for, the, the lady for the first time, and she's British, mm-hmm. and he, and Peter notices that he, she's British, and the first thing that he says is, oh, you're from London, I love Piers Morgan. Oh, shit, which he is, does say that. Which is hilarious for two reasons. One, <laughs> you meet someone from England, and you're like... Oh, I love Piers Morgan. Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, like, he's the most beloved British icon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, A, not that many people care about him, and B, not really beloved. Yeah, and then, yeah, the other the other point is that, like, Piers Morgan is, like, a regressive conservative asshole. <laughs> like... Yeah, he, he's, he's, like, the... He's, like... He was he was Graham Linehaning it up uh, in in 2014 already. Like <laughs> yeah. he he's been sucking for a long time. Um, yeah, and so I was I felt less bad uh, <laughs> that 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 Peter died because he loves Pierce Morgan. So what you're saying is, if you're a conservative, your vehicular manslaughter is justified. Got it. So the girl character who yeah. I've written in this notes as the girl character because I don't remember her name. Uh, so, all right, cool. Check it out. Cartridge Cinema Club, bingo, uh, <laughs> bingo fucking card checklist. Here we go. One, mm-hmm. only female character. There's just one. Two, only female character is a sexy lady. Three, the main male protagonist and the only female character treat each other like shit for the entire movie or the man treats her like shit for the entire movie and then arbitrarily at the end they're attracted to one another and they make out listen there's got to be boning at the end of my movie because i need to (laughs) they don't even bone because he goes to prison that's true I, i just i need everyone to get exactly what they want and all the things that i don't have and i need him to get gf at the end (laughs) Can I, can I add a, a fourth uh, to the bingo? Uh, I noticed this, and I was just thinking about it. Uh, I was talking to Brooke about uh, about the, the, the girl character in every one of these movies. You notice that uh, anytime there's a girl in these movies, it's, all, it's almost always like, oh, they're pretty good at this for a girl. Yeah. And they have to, like, before they can be treated like a person, they have to prove their worth, uh, like in the arena of whatever this movie's thing is. Yeah. Like, they have to be a competent this, the, the, uh, or else. 
<laughs> the scene, the scene, like the first scene where you meet her, where Peter tells her that he loves Piers Morgan, um, is like the the setup of like, oh, Aaron Paul and his friends don't think that she knows things about cars, and then she like says a bunch of jargon, and they're like, whoa, she knows things. Yeah, she like jokingly lets them mansplain things, and then and and then like claps back by being like, just kidding, I know all this shit. Yeah, I know you're surprised because I'm blonde yeah. and I wear lipstick and I know cars. Wow. <laughs> Galaxy brain moments. <laughs> yeah, and then like and then even still like Aaron Paul like it like it questions her like knowledge constantly and like doesn't constantly. let her drive the car <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and the, also there's a there's a there's a part where like she has to drive the car and like, you know, has to uh, do some car chase bullshit. I don't remember. We watched this movie a week ago. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, Aaron Paul gets back behind the wheel later, and later she he asked, if, you know, she, she asked him if he she could drive the car, and he's like, "No, I've seen you behind the wheel. You're fucking terrifying, or whatever." And it's like, dude, Aaron Paul, you have almost killed like hundreds of people over the yeah, course. Yeah, it was of pretty this rich movie. when he said when he said that because he's a way more dangerous of a driver than she is, and uh, B, she was driving. The only thing she drives was under way more fucking stressed than he was. She's literally getting shot at the entire time that she is driving the car. Oh, he doesn't Yeah, cuz there's like a yeah. whole fucking subplot. That's actually part there there's a there's a subplot of this movie that they do absolutely nothing with where like okay, actually the next thing on our list is The Alex Jones of Street Racing, which I have written in the notes as The Alex Jones of Street Racing, who is probably my <laughs> favorite character in this movie. Um, oh, I love him. He is so good. Um, and in order to explain this subplot that goes nowhere, I need to explain him. So, and this is so fucking stupid. So he he he's like he's like an Alex Jones type. He's like a loud, pasty white dude with like a internet video, like kind of podcast type thing. But it's about street racing, and he's and just, he's got he's got the middle aged gravelly white man podcast voice. Yeah, and he's like and he's like being weirdly emotive and like screaming about stuff, and then like getting really close to the microphone and being really serious and kind of you know the globalists or and like all that kind of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen out there, drivers. This car is fast. <laughs> it's great, too, because, like, you th- you get so much of, like, clips from his show. Like, the entire last race. So, so he's, like, organizing the race, right? And it's this dude, and he's called the Monarch, right? And the idea, allegedly, is that he's this dude, and nobody knows who he is, but he's rich and he puts on this big race with all the best street racers in the world and they come through and drive super expensive cars and the winner gets to fucking get all the cars or whatever the fuck. And, mm-hmm. but, but he's on camera doing the show all the time. <laughs> so like... He could get doxxed so easily. <laughs> yeah, like this man's <laughs> career should be should have ended a long time ago. This man should have gotten swatted. I mean, he's too beloved of a figure to yeah, get swatted. He's... I mean, everyone loves Alex Jones in the real life. <laughs> so there's this whole bit where, like, he on his show is like, "Hey, if someone wants to try to stop Aaron Paul from getting to the race, I'll give you a bunch of money." You know, which is yeah. just reckless yep. endangerment, first of all. And it just means that, like, just a bunch of people start chasing Aaron Paul in their cars and, like, shooting at him. And that happens in, like, a scene, and then it never comes up again. 
Yeah, he yeah he he just he wants to like spice things up, I guess. Uh, and uh, oh no, wait, no. Uh, the, Alex Jones doesn't order the hit. Uh, the bad guy racer calls into the Alex Jones show and says, "Oh, hey, right, I want, right, right. Okay, I, yeah. I want everyone to hear this. Any motherfucker who like who destroys that car that Aaron Paul is driving to, I'll give you a bunch of money." And Alex Jones, because he likes drama, is like. Ooh, that was some spicy driving <laughs> drama. Uh, if anyone can 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 kill this human being and take his life, <laughs> then this will make the race more interesting. It's really, it's really, it's it's horrific. Um, we're there. Yeah, so we've we've reached the point uh, where we need to we need to discuss a scene. So. So one of the one of the members of the the the, the ragtag driving crew uh, who has been uh, really helping him out in his d- reckless endangerment career uh, is uh, Rami. He's played by the the, the guy who plays uh, Freddie Mercury in this new Freddie Mercury really? movie. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's that's Freddie Mercury. Great. Um, so anyway, um, he. He uh, he quits the racing game while Aaron Paul is in jail and gets a gets a real job. Oh, you yeah. know the type of Sorry, the type real of real quick. job that's in a movie. Aaron yeah. Paul just like goes to prison for two years, like halfway through <laughs> this movie, and then the movie he just gets, keeps going. He gets blamed uh, for the death of his friend because there's no evidence to the contrary. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, he does time, and uh, Freddie Mercury. I, I don't have a better name for him. That's what I'm just gonna call him. Okay. Uh, he. <laughs> I could have looked up the actor's name, but that'd be too professional. He is <laughs> he he gets a office job, you know, the kind of cubicle office job that movie characters get, where they have a headset and they wear a suit and they're in an office. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, beep beep, look out the window. Hey, it's my old friends with the car. Oh no, I can't go back to that life. Hey man, don't. <laughs> and they essentially like. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. Him. So, and so, 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 yeah, he's like, you know, looking out the window. And this is the scene where Aaron Paul is like provoking a police officer. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like watching. And he decides he's going to, you know, quit his job in spectacular fashion and go join his friends. And the way that he does this. And this is played as like the 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 really like actually really disgusting thing about this is like that it's just like played for laughs. Mm-hmm. Um so he starts taking his clothes off and like there's like you know salsa music playing or some shit like that probably. Um and he's like Yeah, essentially. Yeah, and he's like getting he's like taking off his suit and then he's just he just gets naked in the middle of the office. And he's like, yeah, piece by piece, removing all, literally all of his clothes. Yeah, the and then office. he's like dancing around on his way out, and he just like grabs this woman and like forces himself on her, essentially. While she while she tries to like wriggle out and escape, like she doesn't want this. Yeah, clearly. and he like kisses her on the mouth and like walks out. And he's like, uh, I wanted to do that the whole time I worked here. And then walks out, and the and the he he's doing that, and it's like, oh, why didn't you just quit? And it's because he's like, I never, I never want to go back to that yeah. place. So I don't want to have the option so... to go back. So that's what I yeah. had to do. I had to it's... listen, guys. I had to sexually assault that woman, <laughs> or else, so, you know, I might you... go back to my pussy office job. And what kind of <laughs> pussy would I be then? That's this whole you know movie. How, it's just dudes you know how calling, Travis... calling each other pussies for not wanting to do things. 
yeah, there's a lot. I'm sure there's there's a lot of like bitch in this movie. There's I, so I feel much. Like I, uh, you, um, this this is you know how Travis Barker got face tattoos to make sure that he never got a real job and he had to make it as like a punk drummer. You know, he he could have done that <laughs> instead. <laughs> that in, that was an yeah, option. Instead, he he sexually assaulted someone. And yeah, and it it really is like it's so. It's such a joke to this movie that he does this. It's it's such a like it's such a throwaway scene. And like mm-hmm. I it it's insane to me that no one said like yo, this is disgusting. This is and it's it's crazy for a couple of reasons like like the main thing is it's so fucking unnecessary. Like they didn't have to do it this way. And uh, the thing about it is it's just so, it's so like heinous that it prevents me from even being able to like recommend this movie as like a fun popcorn movie. Yeah. Like, cause like I, I don't like on, on the basis of how awful this is, I, I'm like saying like, no, fuck this movie because of the way they do it. And it's, it's, it's just so, it's like not even like borderline questionable. It's just the audacity of them to play this as like a joke is like shocking. It's baffling. And it's so intentional though. It's like very intentionally done. Like they, they, they did this because they're think, Hey, it's hilarious that he got naked and like grabbed and kissed and groped a woman. That's funny. And no one in this movie making process thought at all for a second that, Hey, maybe I'm sure the actress that <laughs> had to do that thought about it a fucking shitload. Yeah, and yeah that's thought, actually very and true. Then thought about the bills that she had to pay and did it anyway. You know, yeah. I'm sure a lot of women in the room uh, kept their fucking mouth shut about this because oh, they God, didn't want to lose you're their so jobs. Right. You're so fucking right. Yeah, you know, um, it's that's something we don't talk about a lot is that there's a lot of women in the movie making i mean it's not as many as as men obviously there's there's a there's a gap there there's a there's a there's a split there that is not fair and is obviously um you know a socially constructed thing women are just as good at making movies as men um there's there's nothing biological um, <laughs> you're saying about that, that. that women are not uh, women are not biologically predisposed to be bad at uh movie making the way they're biologically predisposed to be bad at smash brothers the, exactly <laughs> there, there's and, there's and a difference here <laughs> oh fuck yeah this is the week of that thing too yeah. i i i refuse we can't. We can't. to go into we that cannot. i refuse this this thing is already running long fuck fuck that situation that's my take that's the that's the triple c uh take on that is uh fuck that and uh if women say things you should believe them and you shouldn't need to prove you shouldn't need to test it for yourself you dipshits we gotta move on there's a lot of women who make movies and there were women who helped make this movie and i have a hard time believing any of them were okay with 100 felt 100 percent comfortable and probably thought hey fuck this yeah what are we watching next week mark uh, we're gonna watch some goddamn Pokemon. Hell yes, we are. We're gonna watch Pokemon colon the first movie, which is a great subtitle. I'm super <laughs> into it. I that's forgot a, that it was called that's that. That's a ballsy subtitle. That's that's. <laughs> Sorry, I should yeah, like... say ballsy. I've been trying not to say ballsy because it's it's uh you know 
I don't, I don't want, I don't want to associate. I don't. It's, it's gendered, and I don't like that. It, it, they're, they're, to have the gall, <laughs> yes, to say, oh no, don't worry. We know this is just gonna be the first one. We got a <laughs> lot of movies. This is actually something that I haven't thought about. We are going to have to watch so many Pokemon movies over the course. Yeah, we're gonna of have to watch time. like the there's like the, the Celebi one. Who the fuck is Celebi? There's, I know he was the star of one of them. There's so many Pokemon movies. I've seen maybe like three or four of them. Um, this one again, Pokemon the first movie. Saw that shit in theaters when it came out. Like yep. I was fucking, I was fucking you, on that did shit. Did you have the Did you have the Burger King toy? Oh hell yeah, dog! I had the Burger King Dude. toy. I had that fucking golden fuck. fucking Gengar card and shit. Had my fucking ancient Mew. I am all I. Mm, I love Pokemon. I am excited to watch a movie that I like. I'm excited to watch some goddamn 2D animation on this fucking podcast and not have Dude, to look- me too. Yeah. I love Pokemon too. I don't know if we've ever really talked about it, but I I also have a deep deep love for for Pokemon. I think you continued on past the point where I did, but like I so my attachment is more nostalgic than uh than, you know, a current appreciation. I've played the first two generations and then I played like X and Y. Uh, but I, yeah, a deep appreciation for Pokemon, a deep appreciation for the anime series. And is this the one with Mewtwo? Yes. This Fuck is yeah. Is it, isn't Dan Green Mewtwo in this movie? Yes. I have, we have so much to look forward to. This, we're going to watch and we're going to, we're going to sit down for this stupid goddamn nightmarish mistake of a podcast. And we're going to watch something uh. nice from my childhood and we're going to talk about how great it is for half an hour and then i'm going to go take a nap and it's going to be great where can people find the podcast on the internet mark if you'd like to hear about us talk about this movie before you hear us talk about this movie you can see us post about it on twitter (laughs) at cartridge cinema um We'll we'll try to post some 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 Pokemon related content, maybe some maybe some memes. Except yeah. Alex isn't a memer, um, <laughs> but I'll I'll make sure to provide the meme content that I know you guys like. Uh, find us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, shout out to the real ones, uh, the OGs of the Triple C Nation, uh, <laughs> listening on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate you guys. Uh, and for me, it was Tuesday. Okay.